Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Welcome to the Big Interview Bite Size. I'm Graham Hunter, and in each episode, you'll hear an elite footballer tell a story that's guaranteed to brighten your day. All of them come from my podcast, The Big Interview with Graham Hunter, which you can find by searching on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. I know who he was. And, and at the time, yeah, it wasn't a massive name. It wasn't a surprise. He'd been linked with a job. There's speculation that Rob yeah. was on borrowed time. So he was the name that kept coming up. We'd known about his success at Aberdeen. And any manager that, that walks in through the door, the first thing a player wants to do is first impression and, and impress and, and hope he, he fancies you. What did you notice? What did you notice? If you know, if you oh, think straight about away. No, yeah. straight. There was in, instant. Tell me the we, our first away trip was... Uh, at, funny enough, place where I ended up living, where I'd lived before in Epping, little post house hotel. We were playing West Ham. It was the sensible place to stay. It was near to yeah. Upton Park. It's not a great Gosh. hotel. It's still not a great hotel. But Manchester United stayed there because it was convenient. And the first night, the away trip was super melon, chicken and steak. It was, <laughs> and there was a meeting time for dinner. Yeah. There was a meeting time, and you went together. And a meeting for the next day. Yeah, um, we ate together. And everything was back to normal again. There was no empty. Bar? No, no, no. No, they were empty. Training ground, what did you notice? Well, the treatment you... room overlooked the pitch as well. So yeah. for three days of the week, half the first thing would be watching training through the window mm. and then turn up on Thursday and Friday and play Saturday. So that changed. That treatment room cleared out because of a new manager. So everybody was miraculously recovered and fit and raring to go. And then... Instead of ambling around waiting for the manager to come out or players to, to come out and train, it was from day one he, he read the rule book. What were the rules? Um, all the same rules that were at Spurs and commentary. Ah. So it was just normal Timekeeping. procedure. Oh, yeah, exactly. The, the basic requirements that were expect, I, I thought were expected everywhere and probably were. It, it ends up not working for you to the extent that you're, you know... You're about to quit football, you know, big four. Yeah, I gave Fergie, up but... with the whole Manchester United thing. I, with Fergie, he gave me far more respect. He didn't buy it. He wasn't the manager that bought me, but he gave me opportunities. And when I say I gave up, that's probably the wrong phrase. I'd lost faith in the project. I pretty soon after Shadik Ferguson took over, I was constantly on this list of players that he wanted out. And that was a reflection on him. It was just made up list from that carried on from when Ron was manager. That the whole speculation always at United was who they were going to buy, who they were going to sell, mm. and it, it was kind of it, it destroyed your self esteem to continue see your name on a list with you know ten, twelve, a lot of players, but the same names on it all the time. 
And and I kind of made up my mind that at the end of the season, it wasn't for me, even though I had more playing opportunities and scored a goal against Arsenal uh, or Trafford. So it kind of, but I have no complaints with how Stradix Ferguson treated me in his time, but it was, it was a lost cause. I was a lost cause. The whole Manchester United thing for me was a lost cause. And I, I needed to, 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 to get away. I we mean, fell out big time at the end. You for, lost for, it completely. For 24 too. hours. We had a game at Chesterfield in, for the reserves pre-season. I'd always sell my house. I was living in a hotel. I'd made up my mind I was leaving. I wanted to go, same as we talked about earlier, and play regular again. And we had a reserve game at Chesterfield, so my mind's all over the place. Wife and daughter have moved back down to London, waiting for me to get a move somewhere. And, and this game at Chesterfield, we actually got... It was a, playing their first team. So it's Chesterfield, uh, Chesterfield first game. It's Manchester United Reserves, young team. I think me and John Sieverbeck were the only two sort of senior players. Mm-hmm. And we got there late, stuck in traffic, literally 10, 15 minutes before kickoff. It's a full house at Saltergate, their stadium. 12,000, 15,000 people because it's rocking, it's ready to ready to turn And we were, I can't remember exactly, it was a 5-4 or a 4-3, but whatever it was, we were losing 3-0 or 4-0 after about half an hour. And what overturned it? And came back and won. Not and bad. So at half-time, we're, we've got this horrendous journey, we got there late, straight onto the pit, young team, first team opposition, men, senior players, and we came back, second half, warmed up, we'd warmed up from the journey, got, got our legs going and, and ended up winning and Fergie was there. And I thought it would have been something that he would have really have liked, the it's difficulty of the journey. Glorious Fergie Man United fight back. And, and he came in and he, he went berserk and he said, I want to see you all in my office first thing in the morning. And we went in and he read the right act again and said how what a disgrace we were to the club, the history. He really let rip. And I, as... John Sieberbeck, similar, exactly the same Danish fullback. Yeah, Danish international Danish playing. For, he was a terrific player as well. He, we signed the same day and left us pretty much the same day and we were treated exactly the, the same way. It was a, a weird situation. And John didn't say anything. Um, and I stood up and said my point and said that I thought we deserved, the younger players deserved credit, that, you know, explained for the how we got their lay, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we went out to Amaran Tongs and I told him we could, shove his football up his arse and stormed out, slammed the door in front of all the other players and said that was it, I was jacking it in. I go back to the hotel, ring Paula, my, my wife, tell her what's happened. She said, oh, Bobby Gould's rang you. So I said, oh, what do you, what do you want? And he'd just take the Wimbledon job. So I'm thinking, what did he want? I'm thinking, please. <laughs> back in London, a bloke that likes me, yeah. who bought me at Coventry, treat me well, got me playing well, had faith in So I said, what does he want? She went, I don't know. She, he's left a number. So I rang him and he said, do you fancy it? I said, oh, what? yes, yes, I do. Yeah, of course I do. So I said, I was even going to ring you for advice because my head's coming off. I don't know what I'm doing. So he said, look, we know, you know, we can't pay you for a bit of negotiation. When he said, do you fancy it? I said, oh, well, make me an offer. I'm you know Bob, yeah. but, yeah. you know, yeah. Wimbledon, um, come on. And, we spoke, and he said, how much do you think he wants? So I said, I don't Fergie. know. Fergie. I said, I've no idea. Don't know. So he said, all right, leave it with me. So I went in, the next, and I was going to do this anyway. It wasn't because I, there was a chance that Wimbledon were going to buy me. I slept on it, and I went in the next morning, and I said, I got in there early. And, of course, he was there. And he said, um, what do you want? So I said, I'm coming to apologise. 
I was out of yeah. order. But I still stand by what, we, <laughs> what I say, um, and I'm not going to pack in football. So he said, oh, why that? I said, because I want to come and score against you, and I want to win a trophy. <laughs> and I said, and so... Lo and behold, the next year I'd scored two goals and knocked him out of the League Cup, on the <laughs> FA Cup. Um, and then he went to me and said, OK, a Bobby Gould rang you. So I went, no. Lying through my teeth. <laughs> he, must, he, he knew. And he went, but, swear on your daughter's life. And I went, I can't do that. He went, tell him I want 200 grand. Mm-hmm. 